I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. In a world of social media, notifications, and pop-ups, it can be near impossible to focus. But now you have the power to beat distractions and make real breakthroughs with Remarkable, the paper tablet. Designed for tasks that demand focus, Remarkable is everything you love about paper in one digital system. It's your favorite thinking spot to take notes, draft, read, organize, and more... See how far you can go with just you and your thoughts at Remarkable.com. Remarkable, the paper tablet. No, in about 15 minutes, it is the last keyword of the week here on KFI. I believe this will continue into next week, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, in case it doesn't, you want to win. There's $1,000 up for grabs if you uh, just put the keyword in the website, KFIAM640.com, and you could be a winner. That'll be immediately followed by the return of the Moist Line folk. It's been two weeks. Let's see what's in there. Let's let's drain the swamp. It's coming up at 520. Well, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors, one of the worst government bodies, uh, maybe second only to the L.A. City Council. And it never changes over the years, no matter who the supervisors are, pretty much. No, There's they're... usually one maybe that we're okay with, and the other four. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, the board chair, Holly Mitchell, uh, Supervisor Hilda Solis, you have uh, Janice Hahn. They want to... Uh, 
They want to put a proposal that would give them the power to remove an elected sheriff for cause. With a four-fifth vote, four out of five, vote to remove the sheriff for cause. And, of course, uh, they talk about violations of laws for the performance, neglect of duties. There's a whole list of things here. But clearly... This is revenge, because this particular sheriff, they do not like. Uh, I think you know that, uh, I don't think it's opinion, I think it's fact. Uh, Sheriff Anaweva is probably the only public official in L.A. County, among the county or city officials, who is trying to reduce the crime and uh, the homelessness. And he's embarrassing the elected officials in both the city and the county, from Mayor Garcetti to the County Board of Supervisors, and they're angry with him. Uh, Their policies create more homelessness and more crime, and they know it, and for some reason they're sick in the head, they don't care. And so they want to punish uh, Villanueva by putting this, uh, I guess this would be a ballot initiative, huh? It would. It would go before the voters of L.A. County. It would just need a 50% plus one vote, and then it would give them the power. It's like an amendment to the... uh county well let's get uh, alex vinueva on the show here sheriff how are you oh not too bad how are you guys doing we're doing we're good, good. Now, i guess you're not surprised by this move no not at all this um you know what there's four methods to uh legally uh remove someone from office and that's an election that we have coming up there's a recall election which might become true with george gascon a civil grand jury can be convened, and you also have the attorney general who oversees all sheriffs and district attorneys throughout the entire state. But that is not good enough for this board of supervisors because they know better than everybody. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, the public can recall any sheriff. They can recall you or anybody else if they want. There really hasn't been uh, a movement to do that. So uh, what what do you think makes them the most angry with you? Well, I think this is straight retaliation because, one, I'm supporting the recall of George Gascon. The ballots were delivered, I believe, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday mid-morning to the registrar recorder, and Wednesday night that first draft of the proposed agenda item came out. I mean, you want to talk about a uh, you do this and I'll do that. It happened with this thing, and uh, it's as bad as it looks. Right. So, so this is a, a personal vendetta they have against you. Because I mean, if they if there was some kind of real uh, criminal situation, you would have the attorney general, or you would have a civil grand jury looking into the matter. And there's n- there's none of that going on. No. In fact, uh, look at the indictment of Mark Ridley Thomas. They first floated this back in 2020. And the author was Mark Ridley Thomas. So I guess Holly <laughs> Mitchell is picking up the slack where he left off. <laughs> Do you ever have conversations with any of these supervisors? Well, I have I have, have ongoing conversation with Holly Mitchell, with Janice Hahn, Catherine Barger, and uh, with Barger and Hahn, they were good. And then with Barger, it's still a very good relationship. But with Hahn, I'm really I'm kind of shocked at her take on this. And uh, it's so, kind of sad. so you'd this have respectful always, conversations with Janice Hahn, and now she's turned on you. Yes, this is a, just a shank in the back out of nowhere. Yeah, apparently she may be the deciding vote because Sheila Keel isn't sure how she's going to vote. They need three, and she may uh, sign on with the other two to put this on the ballot. So this does surprise you. And Sheila Keel has a conflict of interest. She's not out of the woods. She has her own legal issues 
to attend to. And if she's trying to get rid of the person that oversees an investigation that now she's trying to get rid of the overseer, well, that's uh, – I'd say oh. she needs to do herself. <laughs> what, what's the legal issues she's dealing with? Uh, the whole peace over violence contract, sole source contract with the MTA board. Yeah, we did talk well, about yes, this one, we John, did. remember? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do remember. $8,000 a minute for a phone call? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The hotline nobody called, right? The hotline nobody called. And oh, this was to report sex harassment. Sex harassment, and, and the organization that was running that hotline is run by Sheila Kuehl's close personal friend. Yep. And and so you're, the, the sheriff's Your department, department is, is investigating this story. We're investigated faithfully as as, as soon as, as our um, mission is dictated by the state constitution. Once we're completed and uh, we turn over the information to the district attorney's office for prosecution decision, but the board has been defying, I'm going to use the word defying, uh, search warrant signed by a judge while at the same time they're saying that I'm defying subpoenas that are political subpoenas. Ain't that something? Yeah. All right. So now, now I understand further motivation they have is because you're investigating one of them. Yes. And uh, the the rule, the unwritten rule of all previous sheriffs is uh, you just don't look at the board of supervisors, what they're doing. And uh, I guess I broke that cardinal rule. So so uh, it, if this passes and this is going to go on the ballot in November, is that right? Yeah, it is. Okay. So, what, have, I mean, is, they, are they going to run a campaign to uh, to give them the right to remove you? And are you going to have to run a campaign to try to stop this referendum in addition to your own reelection campaign? I mean, how is this all going to work here? Exactly. That's how it's designed to work, to put more anchors on me as I'm trying to swim, throw more anchors at me. And the people that are going to run the campaign in favor of it are the same 501c3s that receive all of the uh, the uh, the monies and the contracts and the grants from the Board of Supervisors. Isn't that special? The homeless <laughs> industrial complex, they're all lined up to basically defund the Sheriff's Department, and we're the last cash cow standing that they want to get. <laughs> or honestly, I feel like we're back in the old Soviet Union here. <laughs> I mean, this is really corrupt. Yeah, I mean, you are independently elected as they are. I mean, do we ever have we have this situation in any other case where one independently elected board can remove another independently elected official? Do we have such a thing? Uh, we don't. And the case law, there's only one case law out of San Bernardino. It's called the Penrod case. But that case, the judge said this issue may have to be revisited if it's used for political purposes, not for a lawful means like. Where was the move to, to uh, like, for example, L.A. City Council? They mm-hmm. censored and voted to remove uh, MRT after he was indicted by the feds. And the same coalition that wants me uh, this on the ballot to get this on the ballot is fighting the thing. It was unlawful for MRT to be removed from the city council in spite of a 20-count indictment. Well, well uh, all right. So, see, that, this is what bothers me here because this gives them a tool to unilaterally remove you because they just simply disagree with your policies. And and in the, and what I see here is you're embarrassing them by trying to enforce the law on homelessness and crime and on the metro trains and all that. So if they feel you're embarrassing them, that could motivate them to remove you? Is, is that really what could happen? That's exactly what could happen. This yeah. is all about 
disagreement has nothing to do with crime, malfeasance, any way, shape, or form. It's all about we don't like what he's doing, so let's find a way to get rid of him. Uh, no, I didn't, see, I don't, I don't like this at all. I mean, we, we have the recall method if we want to recall you or anybody else. That that's fair game, but to have this mm-hmm. this supervise these supervisors get in a political snit and want to recall you or anybody else, that's wrong. I mean, if there's criminal activity, like you said, there's two other methods. You got the attorney general, or you got a civil grand jury. So the criminal activity is covered. Now we're dealing with simply you know difference of political opinion. You're doing something useful and embarrassing them. Like for example, cleaning up the homeless uh, encampments, and so they want to they want to get revenge on you. That's that's wrong. I don't I don't like that being part of the mix here. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, because this is just uh, well. What are you what are you going to do for your, your your campaign coming up? Yeah, uh, you you you're, you didn't get fifty percent plus one, so now you got to be in the runoff. Uh, at least you don't have eight guys running against you. It's down to one guy running against you. Yeah. Down to one guy and one guy who, the more we learn about him, the more we realize why he was recruited by the board of supervisors exactly for that purpose. He is their designated puppet sheriff, just like McDonald was. He's going to do their bidding and to damn with the public safety or the welfare of the organization. That is not of their concern. So we're going to keep campaigning. And I think the our, our message is very clear. I'm focusing on homelessness, on violent crime, and I have the support, the complete, undivided support of law enforcement, and we're going to continue working with the community. And the politicians, well, they're going to do what politicians do. All right. So the Metro Board the other day uh, 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 announced that they're going to put together this ambassador program, right, Un- unarmed ambassadors to try to coax all the drug addicts and mental patients and criminals stop people from setting people on fire. Right, yeah. they're hoping that some uh, some crazy guy will not defecate uh, in the car if there's an ambassador to discourage him. What's your response to this program? That is a thick joke. There's no other way around it. This is elite uh, individuals who want to prescribe something that they're not going to suffer the consequences of. They live in their gated mansions with 24-hour private security. They don't have to put their butt on the train two hours a day getting to and from work because they can't afford $8 a gallon of gas. No, they have to be on these trains every single day. They suffer the consequences, but the elites on the MTA board that decide their fate. And that is just, it's revolting, the whole concept. Now, right now, you have sheriff's deputies on the trains, right? Yes, our Operation Safe Travel is working very, very well. We're cleaning up the trains. The passenger excited to see us there. Imagine that. And But you talk to the MTA board, and the passenger's afraid of deputies because they're armed. You know, all this but, but, language. But they've done polling of, of train and, and bus passengers, and big majorities want your deputies on the trains and the buses, and they want your deputies to be armed. That's what the public yes. wants for obvious reasons. The public wants it, but the board does not give a damn because they are elite and they their ideology trumps public safety. And the board is made up of the same L.A. City Council members and L.A. County Board of Supervisors. It's the same group of people. Exactly. That logic, you cannot get out of it. It's a, I don't know. I think it's like a disease. And the sad thing is, is that the people that pay the price are not the ones making the decisions. All right. Well, we're behind you, Sheriff. 
So yeah, anytime maybe you battling want, two elections come November. <laughs> anytime you want to get the message out, just give us a call. All right, appreciate you guys. Because you're the only guy doing anything. <laughs> All right. All right. All so, right. It's L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva, who, of course, is up for re-election in November in a runoff, but also may face a ballot measure which would give the Board of Supervisors the authority, four out of five of them voting, to remove him. The Moist Line is next. John and Ken, KFI. Oh. Well, we got the Moist Line coming up. Oh, oh, the cash first, though, huh? Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Bank. That's bank. B-A-N-K. Enter it now at KFIAM640.com slash cash. Powered by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're hurt in an accident, winning is everything. Call the winning attorneys at Sweet James. 800-500-5200. That's 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com. Thank you, Eric. Somebody's got to keep this thing in order. Uh, uh, winners will be notified by email. So look in your email. And if you don't uh, find it, check your junk or your spam folder. See if it slipped in there. Listen to KFI for the winning keyword. It's every weekday between the 9 a.m. hour and the 5 p.m. hour. This is your last shot today. Try again Monday in the 9 o'clock right, hour. The See what happens. Shocking news that hit the world overnight was the assassination of the former prime minister, of Japan in a country where gun violence is almost unheard of. We'll bring you the latest on that story coming up after the news at 5.30. But now we pause as we always do on Fridays at around 5.20 and 5.50 to listen to the audience and listen carefully. And we always hope that there's a vegan call in there. <laughs> An anti-vegan call. No. It is first time and they mostly are. In a couple of weeks that we've heard from the Moist Line folks, you just uh, leave us a message and we play back a collection of calls at one eight seven seven moist 86 Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Hey, all you liberals that voted no on six a couple of years ago. Remember that? When Newsom passed that gas, gas tax in the middle of the night without telling anybody? You know, they lied to us and said they'd never do it, and they did it. And then we had a recall on that, and we said, hey, you can't do that. Let's vote yes on six to get rid of it. And all you voted no on six. Good you know, point. You feel pretty stupid yeah. right now, don't you? Yeah. What kind of world do we live in when they want to give the druggies a safe place to shoot up to make sure that they don't die? But they, they just can't stand it to let any babies live. They've got to kill all the babies. What is that? Yeah, all these excuses coming from the uh, refinery uh, people. They knew or should have known to keep their refineries in working order, especially during a crisis that we're going through right now. But they don't care. They don't give a crap. They're just giving excuses, and that's what they're only good for. We need people to do some real action now. With these towns going to the unarmed peace ambassadors with their stupid little blue shirt, I want to see what things look like in six months, particularly for the loonies that sign up for these jobs, and how long do they last? Gavin Newsom has been such a lying, phony sack of cat crap that he said that he had no interest, zero interest or sub-zero interest in running for president, yet everything has demonstrated the opposite it is amazing how he just lies and lies and nobody covers it and they just take it for face value yo guys i have to side with you on this one sorry deborah mark but roosters can be 
apples. Oh, my God. My dad grew up on a farm with one. He named it Albert, and it was the Rhode Island Red oh, Rooster. Roosters. And he always told me stories about how that thing would run after him and bite him and chase him and literally send him up a tree. What I mean, did he do to yeah, him? Yeah, sorry, but uh, he probably had it coming. I work at a mental health facility, and usually, John, I think you're an asshole. Thank but you. I totally agree with being able to take these people and put them back into mental health facilities and have them evaluated. Round them off the streets. I know it's very controversial, double-edged sword, but it has to be done. Who did you vote for? Because it's your own fault, you stupid California idiots. God, I hate you morons in California. You make me sick. The simple truth of the matter is, is that nobody wants to deal with crazy people. That's why we have so many homeless people walking around. Even cops don't want to deal with them. That's why this kid, despite all of this that he uh, did, nothing was done to him. Because the cops didn't want to deal with him. They figured, let the family deal with this nut job. When the first picture was released of this murderer, Cremo, being handcuffed by police, I posted the picture on Facebook. They immediately slapped me with a blurred picture warning people that the content may be disturbing. Now what was disturbing was all the videos of all these murderers they refused to do anything about. The poor people that vote are voting for whatever they receive in the mail and mostly are Democrats. They're not educated, they don't do the research, they're lazy, and they just vote Democrats. Hi, my name is George Gascon, and I'm <laughs> going to design my position now to be a Metro ambassador. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Something stinks about the story about the mass shooting with the illegal aliens found with all these arms. I'm thinking cartel, maybe gang members, not terrorism, more likely business. The government is trying to control people by all of this, and they're going to pull this out again sometime in the future. Don't you get that? You actually have questions about that. Thank you for leaving your message. Hmm. Please hang up. Goodbye. The woman who called in about the roosters? Yeah. At first, I thought she was talking about roofers. Oh, yeah, that was, was a bad cell connection. I, was, I, I couldn't figure out the word either. I was really confused. It was just but talking that about, was a, about a roofer that chased uh, somebody up a tree. Her uh, dad. Her dad. Her dad was chased up a tree by a roofer. I was. The story is there was a guy that killed his neighbor's rooster because he claims it was attacking him. So he uh, he hit it with a club or something, hey. right? A bat? Yeah. Or, yeah. Lucky shot. Hey, his words. <laughs> Got, I think it was a stick. It hit the rooster right in the head, and the rooster went down. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, one of the callers in there, too, I must commend. Yes, you should remind people that they passed that uh, big stinking gas tax on us, and we got— Five uh, years ago. Or we got a referendum on the ballot to repeal it, and a majority of people voted against the repeal to keep the tax in place because you fell for, oh, we needed to fix the roads. Yeah, those big signs. And now Senate Bill 1 is responsible for fixing this road. Remember, and, they were everywhere? And, now they're nowhere, those and signs. Now, you, now you're paying six seventy nine a gallon. Go, I don't understand what happened. It's your own stupid votes. That's what happened. It's a buck fifty worth of gas tax in this state a it's stranglehold still, of it's, these yeah it's still in the fours in the rest of the country it's in the four i was just in florida it was it was uh, like four uh, 49 there we have been dropping john we're down to 620 something a gallon now i think or 
It's 614, the California average. Oh, it's down right? to 614 now. Yeah. yeah, it was 640 just a couple of weeks ago. So 591 at the shell by my house. 591 at the shell. Well, yeah. don't go to that shell. Where's where's your house? I'll go there. <laughs> Burbank. Yeah, really? Burbank in uh the 101. Here Burbank in Bur- White Oak. Here in Burbank. 591. No, Burbank in White Oak. All right, I'm going Tarzana. there. Tarzana. That's going to be my new uh Oh, tar- it's cheaper than the one you found. Uh, you you had a secret one you were going to. I haven't. Well, I, 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 well, I was on vacation, so I don't know what it is this minute. I didn't go this week. Oh, okay. I had leftover gas. But by the time you drive all the way over there, you already ate so much gas, it doesn't make it worth it. Yeah, that's oh. a schlep for you, John. You got to cross the 405, all that. Oh, tar- slum it in oh the at first I thought you meant it's in Burbank, no, the city. No, no, that no. It's, it's in Tarzana. It's the intersection of Burbank and no. White Oak. No, it's uh, oh. too close to Deborah's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get out. <laughs> come on over, guys. <laughs> all right. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about the assassination of the former Japanese prime minister. We do have another round of the Moist Line. We'll see what's in that collection coming up in about 25 minutes. John and Ken, KFI. In about 15 minutes, give or take, we will bring back the Moist Line people. Round two. Well, you heard what was in the barrel after two weeks of not having the Moist Line people there in round number one. And we'll bring you round two coming up in a few minutes. Uh, the worldwide news was dominated today by the assassination of the former prime minister of Japan. His name is Shinzo Abe. He was on a street in Western Japan given a campaign speech. He was supporting somebody running for the Japanese parliament. You could see it wasn't a big crowd around him. He did have security, but there was a man, you can see the photos in the video, turned out to be the shooter, standing behind Abe watching the speech, And then eventually, he pulls out a homemade gun. It's described here as being about 15 inches long. It looked like he took sort of blocks of wood, used duct tape. He had like the barrels taped together, and I guess he used gunpowder, and he did his little homemade project. And sure enough, it fired a couple of rounds, and one of them hit Abe in the back uh, they are now telling us he suffered major damage to the heart. Also had two neck wounds that damaged an artery. He never regained his vital signs, even though they took him to the hospital and worked on him for a number of hours before pronouncing him dead. What is amazing about this is a couple of things. First of all, not as common anymore as either assassination attempts or assassinations as it seemed like they were in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, or maybe around the world, but not in this country and Japan of course has incredibly strict gun control laws probably the strictest of almost any nation in the world so uh, people are really stunned in fact we had mentioned that there was only one gun death in 2021 there were other shootings but there was only one violent gun death and of course there were suicides but uh, there was only one violent gun death in 2021 So this matches four people were injured in shootings last year. And most of the shootings are tied to Japan still has an organized crime syndicate. There's several of them that operate. So that's part of the reason. Even that sounds low then to have to have organized crime syndicates and only a few shootings, 10 shootings in the country. Um, Ten shootings in the whole country and only one death. That's the official report, yeah. yes. But as you Four pointed out. Four injured, one dead, yes. They banned guns in the year 1588, so... They did. They banned guns and swords starting in 1588. So they have worked in fact, on... guns had not even been invented yet, and they already had them banned. 
Right. Now, what's the flip side of this in this country? You don't have people making improvised guns because they're, they're readily available. So even though they're explaining this story that you have 3D printing, online guides, you have parts that are sold by manufacturers. And I realize they talk about ghost guns, but this guy did something a little beyond a ghost gun. He really put together. A, yeah, this was his own like homemade uh, construction project. Yeah, I don't I wonder if he tested it out or how when they got to his house, they his apartment or wherever he lived, they found more of these types of weapons. They have identified him as uh, Tetsuya Yamagami, 41 years old, not a young male, but 41. He used to be a member of Japan's Navy. And allegedly his motive was because he thought that Abe was connected to an organization he had a grudge against. That's all we know. We don't know what the name of the organization was. It is believed that Abe did not have a connection to this organization. You know, but he had heard rumors that Abe was connected and he decided to take him out. Thing is, you, this is not something you would see in America because you'd never have, I mean, the Japanese prime minister, it's like having one of our former presidents standing on the side of a road. Giving exactly. A speech. Right. You'd never have that. You know, they would be up on a stage with a, behind a podium and there'd be a backdrop behind him. So there'd be only one side where he'd be vulnerable, and that's straight on. And that's where you have the Secret Service and the security looking at the crowd. And the crowd's been already walked through a metal detector. And so they have all their protocols and investigation procedures going on. But to have a guy standing on the side of the road just gr grabbing a mic uh, informally and you start giving a speech... He That's did this how all safe the time. everybody feels in Japan because you only get one shooting a year. Yeah, well, that's why they're, well, uh, clearly security is going to change a bit now because that's all it takes is a murder like this. Because there's like questions about the security around Abe, but this was kind of his style. He liked to just get right out there in front of everybody. He wasn't up on a stage or anything, he was standing outside a train station, like on a corner with a microphone. There wasn't a huge crowd around him because you can clearly see the shooter when there's a shot from the front. You can see the shooter standing behind him. Everybody's masked, by the way, John. They took precautions. A lot of people are wearing masks when they... Yeah, I noticed this. that. I know. It's like every, outdoors, too. Everybody there is wearing masks. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you don't know much about Abe, he, he was a big Trump fan. He immediately came to Washington, D.C. after Trump was elected and gave him a gift. Did you know that? Yeah, they had a very good relationship. He's considered conservative, but a lot of people, even Biden, praised him. A lot of people liked him. Uh, his big issue more recently was to try to keep China out of Taiwan. That's what he was really, I mean, people were describing his politics. That became very important to him uh, well, after he it, left office because of the whole thing that's going on. Well, he was trying to strengthen the relationship with uh, the U.S. through Trump in order to provide uh, more military protection to Japan. Right. Because, you know, they they severely restricted their military development after World War II. And they've been trying to loosen up those restrictions. And uh, he and, was a leader in that attempt. Yeah. To maybe get the country a little more militarized than it has been. Yeah. And to have America on their side, because, you know, China is unpredictable and could invade them at any moment. Right. And they're, you know, sitting ducks there. Yeah. He was actually prime minister twice. And he had to resign the first time because ever since he was a teenager, he suffered from 
ulcerative colitis. Do you know what that is? That's that a bad bowel. That's uh, yeah, and uh, it was so bad he stepped down, but then he came back a few years later. He was really the longest serving prime minister in the history of Japan, but once again in 2020, it was getting too much. His health had taken a another turn for the worse because of the colitis, so he uh, stepped aside again. I think he was fairly popular in the country. He wasn't defeated or removed, or he just uh, decided not to continue because of his health. So uh, they went into this guy's home. They confiscated similar weapons. They took his personal computer. He just had a tiny one-room apartment. One of these, it's a 41-year-old strange loner who probably, yeah. like a lot of people, spent time on the internet and got obsessed with some organization yeah. that he had a grudge against. We don't have any other specifics. Got, got some wacky conspiracy theory in his head. But yeah, I, I, they're, they're, all, they're all loners, aren't they? I mean, he's just in a, a Japanese version of uh, the same guy we have here. Oh, the <laughs> it's a, it's a type. It is a stereotype. He's, yeah, he's, uh, he's probably the same thing. In 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 his little corner of the world, he's been rejected. He's been isolated. He's angry about stuff because he's he's really weird, and he has strange beliefs, and nobody wants him around. Yeah, that's probably what we're going to find out because um, I'm sure the conspiracies are already starting. Well, that can't be the reason. He thought that the former prime minister had a connection to some organization as a grudge against. Who sent them there? Who hired them? Who's right. responsible for? Did yeah. the Chinese do this? See, the Chinese wanted to silence the former prime minister and, who's getting and, involved in Taiwan. That's that's the tyranny of the social media. Everybody with their own with their crackpot theories are now going to have crackpot theories as to why he uh, where what he was really connected to. Yeah, and what the, what the prime minister was uh, was up to. It's got to be something more complicated, doesn't and it? This is going to go on forever, isn't it? It's like every day this stuff's going to go on. <laughs> All right, uh, when we return. Ah, a couple of stories involving Elon Musk. And, of course, we will play for you part two of uh, this week's Moist Line. John and Ken show, KFI. All right, coming up in a few minutes, we'll finish out the show with the Moist Line. A person making the news big time this afternoon is Elon Musk. He has informed Twitter that he's terminating the deal to buy the social media outfit. A law firm representing Musk sent a letter today. It appears that they made false and misleading representations when Musk agreed to buy the company back in April, and they have breached multiple provisions of the initial agreement. Hmm. And, of course, a lot of the feud was over how many spam and fake accounts there are on Twitter. Uh, Musk requested that Twitter provide details supporting its internal estimate that less than 5% of the accounts are spam or fake. Yeah, he I don't doesn't know if anybody that. really believed that number, right? No, no. I heard one guy say it's probably more than 20%. Uh, and yeah. uh, also Twitter fired some high-ranking executives and one-third of the talent acquisition team, and Twitter had an obligation to preserve... Uh, uh, intact the material components of its business organization. So they well, let so Musk lawyers allege that Twitter has given incomplete or unusable information, especially information regarding spam and fake accounts that they say was critical to close the deal. Now the response from Twitter is that uh, this guy is uh, pulling out of a deal he agreed to, and uh, this could turn into a legal fight. Or. They could settle, and he could come back with a much lower offer that they'll accept. 
Oh, that could be a, a real business way of trying to uh, you know, slice through this. You're right. You know, when you're worth hundreds of billions of dollars, you could play the long game. <laughs> and you, you, you've got all kinds of chess moves left. But, uh, you yeah. know, it, uh, he, he didn't want to pay this price because the, the company's not worth it. Yeah, they put out a statement. Uh, the Twitter board's committed to closing the transaction, and uh, we plan to pursue legal action to enforce the merger agreement. Oh, yeah. Well, because they offered them a really good deal. So, yeah, they want that money. They yeah. all, everybody on the board owns a lot of Twitter stock, so this, this is a great payoff for them. And I think the stock took another dump again today on this yeah. news. Well, or, it's right now worth $36.81, and he offered to pay fifty-four twenty. So his offer was about 50, 50% higher than what it's currently worth. So, of course, he's going to pull out. And, and you know what? He's going to make all these claims, and it'll go to court, and it'll take 12 years to figure out, which means they'll come to a settlement, and uh, they'll come up with another solution. Uh, meanwhile— you, you, I mean, can you imagine how much money Musk has for his lawyers? Meanwhile, we found out this week that— uh, Elon Musk secretly fathered twins with an executive with his company called Neuralink. He now has 10 children from various women, some of whom he was married to, some not. But up pops this story this afternoon in the New York Post. Women are popping up all over social media, offering to be the baby mama for number 11. (laughs) Including, I like this, an aspiring musical artist from Orange County named Crystal South. I do want to him to be my baby daddy. I would be thrilled to have his eleventh child, along with the picture of her. Uh, yeah, ne- ne- never wonder why rich guys get all the women. She's actually written several songs about the man she wishes would father her children, including "I Just Want to Bleep Elon Musk." Wow. <laughs> Apparently, she's not the only... Wow, look at this curvaceous woman. What's her name? Teddy? Teddy Muntinto, age 22. (laughs) She does want to also... I saw a clip of him acting really goofy on the red carpet. I remember thinking, oh my God, he's cute. I would absolutely date him if he were ever given the opportunity. Yeah, there you go. You don't think the money part's a factor in any of these women? Oh, no, uh, not at all. Not at all. They just, just find him overwhelmingly but you know what? attractive. You, you get a you get a baby with him now. You've got a, a key to the uh, to the lottery there. Oh, so <laughs> she said that the money's not important. I oh, saw a funny, sure. goofy side to him that I really like. Yeah, right. Uh, Barkel Forti, who identifies as what? Oh, sapiosexual. Someone who's sexually aroused by intelligence. Did you know it was called sapiosexual? Oh. <laughs> I'd like to meet those women. <laughs> also says that his personality is a big draw. He'd be like a great dad. Oh, God, this story goes on and on with all these women. <laughs> well, how do you think he ended up with 10 kids? Yeah, well, you know, it's, he can afford them. <laughs> right. He could have another 10 this year if he wanted. That's how we feel, you know, right? As long as you're not on the public dole, do hey, whatever you want. <laughs> he can handle it. He can pay for them all. So I don't care. He's going to have his fun. And you know what? We need more intelligent people in the world. He's going to produce an an intelligent generation. So more of that. All right. We'll uh, finish up the show now. Less of the stupid. Welcoming back after a two-week hiatus, uh, the Moist Line people. This is round two. You can always leave your own message using the iHeartRadio app, a little microphone talk back. You can call that toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86. Hey, this is John. 
And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. I do not live in L.A. County. Orange County, man. It's the only way to go. I'm not going to tell you where I live because I don't want you yahoos moving down here and bringing that L.A. mentality. Keep hey. that crap over there. John, stop bad-mouthing Trump for talking crap on the nationwide elections when you're doing the same exact thing. You talk the same way about the state elections, okay? You got to pick a side here. To this Brittany Griner chick uh, over there in Russia, (laughs) we came from the 80s doing drugs, and if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Period. Full stop. How come all these (laughs) shooters look like products of incest? Every single one of them. Maybe that's the problem. (laughs) The real reason for Gavin Newsom's commercials in Florida is that he's looking to lure back Kimberly Guilfoyle from Don Jr. You know, let's compare good old Gavin's uh, California freedom pitch against Florida. I know what this guy is thinking of, but of course, in good old the Golden State, we have the highest state income taxes in the nation. We also have the highest price per gallon of gas. We have high GMB fees, and we're still under COVID lockdown guidelines. I hope Gavin Newsom runs for president. That'll be a hoot. No, no, no. This peanut guy, no way. You should not stop this guy from throwing peanuts. I mean, come on. The Dodgers, not the same ownership group, but before, they got people got beat up in the parking lot. And now it's too dangerous for a man to throw peanuts who's been doing it for years? No, no, no. That's a story about those two young girls who died from a TikTok holding breath or blacking out challenge. Where are the parents that are allowing kids that young to have an app on their phone like that? I mean, come on, parents that are listening, go through your kids' social media, the apps and what they have. Eight and nine-year-olds should not be having that stuff accessible to them. They don't care. You can buy a nice electric golf cart that does upwards 50-plus miles an hour. 50? Hey, maybe it would be a good idea if we just had this law, this quote-unquote tough law. If you get killed committing a crime, tough that guy should be released and be hailed as a hero. John and Ken, you've got to understand, life in Gavin's stand is whatever His Majesty requires. God, get me out of this place. Doesn't seem irresponsible for the governor of a state under a state of emergency to go on vacation on a state. It's not like he left the state <laughs> good like Ted Cruz did, leaving his constituents in the freezing cold with no power to Cancun, and then made up a lie to come back to his kids, saying he was just dropping them off. So whatever Gavin Newsom is doing in Montana, it's his business. Who cares? Talk about something else. If I was the governor of Montana, a Gavin I would declare a state of emergency, a climate crisis, because some from California is there. Ay, ay, ay. That crazy president of Mexico wants to start a campaign to dismantle the Statue of Liberty. Newsom is talking about conserving water. Have you guys looked into how much water he's using for his uh, vineyards? road diet you should put the cars on the sidewalk and the bicycles and those little buggies on the street that makes sense everything's backwards thank you for leaving your message please hang up goodbye you're gonna run into the golf cart lane where you live i i will we don't know yet what it really means if it's just a you're gonna share the road is what i imagine yeah well, if they start taking away, you're right. Well, a lot of the, ro- lot of the roads where I live is only one way in each direction. I've if seen, they take away one of the lanes, there's only one way to go. I've seen they your, have to make one-way streets. Your patience uh, driving. I want to see you stuck oh, behind kill people. a golf cart going uh, 12 miles an hour. Oh, I'll play bumper cars. <laughs> I'll launch that thing. I, I would not want to be in a golf cart in front of you. <laughs> and you're right. A Gavin Newsom fan in there. The woman That's was... Right. That's an Holy extremely mackerel. rare sighting. I thought that was a slam dunk beating on Gavin Newsom no, for leaving the look state. At that. Little pushback.
Yeah, and I like the way that caller said, how could he leave? We're in a state of emergency. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm scared. Dangerous. Uh, all right. Uh, Neil Savedra is in for Tim Conway today. Ta-da, Hey, fellas! All right, thanks, fellas. Conway, <laughs> that does sound like all a right. Lot. Thanks, does fellas. A, every night, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. One of you, two of you, doesn't yeah. matter who's no. here. You're right. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Fella, I don't think he's listening. I think his wife says, "Hey, can you take a all right, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he's timed right at this moment yeah. every day. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you know the reason behind that? He told me." No. Uh, he doesn't think we're enthusiastic enough when he comes in, so he brings his own enthusiasm. <laughs> well, that's what that. he told me. Really? You know, yes. You oh, know right. this. We locked John in a special de-engage, de-hulk room <laughs> where he has to decompress before he goes home so he doesn't hurt anybody <laughs> on the right. freeways or at home. <laughs> you don't want me riled up. Yeah, it's like the cage they made out of Lexan in one of the Avengers movies for Hulk. <laughs> we just keep him in there until, <laughs> with a big Big red button in case he still loses it. And then the minute the minute you tell him a dad joke and he laughs, we let him out. <laughs> it's like, uh, it my, my wife says she's tired of me standing like a flamingo, but I put my foot down. And then if he laughs, we go, get it? Foot yeah, down? Get it, okay. Get it, then we go, okay, let him out. All right. So we got a lot going on. Uh, Rich uh, Demuro is coming on. We're going to talk tech. He's got these $40 earbuds hmm. that he says are great. Not 120, not 150, not 200. 40? Man, $40. Hear that. He's got a deal. bunch of tech stuff that we're going to dive into with him. Elon Musk is going, maybe I don't want to buy the world's biggest insane farm <laughs> and backing out a little bit. So uh, we'll talk about that and what your bumper stickers say about you to both criminals and neighbors. Ooh. All right. All right. Thanks. Very good. Thanks, Thanks fellas. So. All, All right. right. Clap, Woo. clap. Neil Savadrin for Conway. <laughs> Uh, is that enough enthusiasm? Neil Savadrin for Conway. How exciting. Yeah. All right. We got uh, Mark Ronner with the news, KFI AM640. KFI KOSD HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. In a world of social media, notifications, and pop-ups, it can be near impossible to focus. But now you have the power to beat distractions and make real breakthroughs with Remarkable, the paper tablet. Designed for tasks that demand focus, Remarkable is everything you love about paper in one digital system. It's your favorite thinking spot to take notes, draft, read, organize, and more. See how far you can go with just you and your thoughts at Remarkable.com. Remarkable, the paper tablet. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.